Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. As always, yes, hope that you are having a great day. Yes. Uh, all right. It's a new year. Last episode of the podcast, I talked about the best days exercise. Um, just the other day, uh, I wish someone a happy birthday. And he said to me, all right, I said, hey, happy birthday. He said, um, it's just another day. All right, very humble, right? Don't, hey, don't make a fuss about me, right? He said, it's just another day. Another year closer to retirement. Man, um, he said that, and I thought of the Thoreau quote, right? You know, Henry David Thoreau, you know, this quote um, most men lead lives of quiet desperation. Um, I had an epic first week of the year. We were in Lake Tahoe. Um, we have our annual New Year's party. So it's just like, we're going to right start the year off. We've got a big party. It's not our party. We go over to a friend's house. We've been doing it for more than a decade. Big group of friends. But on New Year's Eve, we were getting buried in snow. We had a huge storm that was dumping multiple feet of new snow. Uh, the town just grounded to a halt. But our friends were going to host the party anyway. They were like, if you can make it, we're partying. Uh, our family, we didn't venture out uh, Our entire of our entire group of friends. And this is typically a big party. Of our entire group of friends, there was one car <laughs> that made it to the party. And they spent the night. Uh, we rang in the new year at home as a family, watched a movie, had a little celebration, popped open some bottles of sparkling cider. My wife and I got out for some snowshoeing adventures on New Year's Day. It was glorious, right? The storm broke, beautiful bluebird day, lots of fresh snow. And it was like, yes, this is how I want to start the new year. Uh, spent the rest of the week doing some epic skiing. My daughter, my nine-year-old, she skied the face at Heavenly for the first time. All right, now skiing the face is a big deal. It's a rite of passage moment for a lot of kids in Tahoe, for a lot of skiers in general. And certainly in our family, your first time down the face is a big deal. It's uh, North America's longest double black diamond mogul run. And we just got some great skiing in that first week in Tahoe. Came home to Alabama, had a great weekend as a family, settled back into life here in the South, and closed out our first week. The night of January 7th, I posted a picture on Instagram and said, hey, 
right? Like there's 52 weeks in a year. If you don't have an epic first week, right? If you want to have an epic first year and you, or if you want to have an epic year and you don't have an epic first week, you're just falling behind. And I thought about what my friend said. He's just another year closer to retirement. Most men lead lives of quiet desperation. So most men, not me, I'll tell you that, I am trying to slow down time. The years are stacking up fast. When my wife and I were celebrating our first anniversary, and this year will be 19 years for us. Right around the time my wife and I were celebrating our first anniversary, I commented to my father-in-law, and I said that the past year had been the fastest year of my life. And he said to me, I remember this, he said, someday you'll look back and you'll think about what, right, what a slow, relaxed, casual year this was. And he was right. Every year just goes faster and faster for me. I have observed this is not true for everyone. Uh, there's a line in a Jimmy Buffett song. I love Jimmy Buffett, right? Okay, you may have heard me talk about this before. Yes, I love Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yes, I love Margaret. Okay, Wasting Away Again in Margaritaville, right? Like there's this, Jimmy Buffett certainly has that reputation of being a partier, but man, there's some philosophy in his lyric. Uh, life is just too short for some folks. For other folks, it just drags on. That's a line from Jimmy Buffett. Life is just too short for some folks. For other folks, it just drags on. So that's my question for you today. Is life too short or does it just drag on? All right, with, with one year behind us, or we, do, we just put a year in the rearview mirror with that year behind us. Are you just another year closer to retirement? Or, or are you excited for an epic year ahead of you? All right. I talked about this on the last episode of the podcast. I spend a lot of time thinking about my goals each year. And of course, I have some big goals for the year ahead. I had, right, I had to think about this. I, I went through a few drafts. Um, uh, I looked at my first list and I wasn't inspired. I, I hadn't made them big enough, right? Our goals have to be big enough to inspire us, make no small plans. They have no magic to stir men's blood. So in your personal life, the things that you are working to accomplish personally Personally, I hope that you are planning on having an epic year in your personal life. Not that an epic year is going to happen to you, but that you are going to make plans to have an epic year. And professionally, I hope that you are planning to have an epic year, that you are looking at your calendar, that you are planning an epic year. And if you will do that, if you will make plans for an epic year, all you have to do next is execute. That's it. And there are five simple steps you can take to ensure that you have an epic year professionally. 
All right, this okay. five step plan to an epic year. Uh, step one. All right, you can do the do. All right, the do is the donor evaluation worksheet, a resource that we have here at Major Gifts Fundraiser to score your donors so you can rank them and ensure that you are spending time with the people who are most capable, most likely, and most inclined to give you the big gifts that are going to propel your organization forward so that you can accomplish your mission. Do the do. And if you need a copy of it, email us for a copy of it. Um, second, all right, just do the do. Are you spending time with the most important people? Second, schedule your trips. Just schedule them. Put them on the calendar. It's January. Where are you going to be in August? Look, there, there are trips I am going to take this year that I don't know about yet. But that's the gravy. All right. That's, I am not, I'm not planning on the stuff that I don't know about for, for the epicness of this year. I'm not depending on those trips for an epic year. I already have an epic year planned. I have two weeks on the calendar in May, for example. All right. Those two weeks are crucial to me having an epic year. I have other trips on my cal. I'm looking at. It. I I got my calendar in front of me right now, and I'm like that trip, that trip, that trip, that trip, that trip. That month at home, I'm going to be focused on this. I, I can look at my calendar. I can see all all. If I just do these things, epic year. So if I'm sitting in your seat as a development officer, I already know where I am going in February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. I already know. Other things may come up, will come up. Other stuff will come up, but I am scheduling my destiny. I am making plans for an epic year. Now all I have to do is execute. All right, so schedule your trips. Uh, step three, just make your moves, all right? You, you have donors in Denver you want to meet with in May. What are the moves you need to make right now, this month, and in March, and in April, to grease the tracks to ensure that when you go to Denver, you have a great trip? Uh, that's it. Make your moves. Um, fourth, just score your points. All right, so use our point system. Again, you can email us for a copy of the point system. Don't worry about how much money you're raising. All right, score your points. If you score points, you will build relationships and you will raise money, but you'll raise money without burning relationships, without it feeling like a slash and burn. So score your points. You get one point for making a call, sending an email, or right, making a... I don't care if it's a text, a Facebook message, a LinkedIn message, right? Like you are reaching out and you are, you're requesting a meeting, not a hypothetical meeting, like someday we should meet up, but you are requesting a meeting. Um, even if they, it's a voicemail, they never call back or a text and they never call back. You give yourself that one point. Uh, if you actually get them on the phone or you're actually in dialogue messaging or texting back and forth or whatever, emailing back and forth, now you're in dialogue, right? You have a real human connection. You give yourself two points, right? So now you got a total of three points. Um, if you actually have the meeting, you would give yourself three points. You're sitting in their living room. You're sitting in their office, right? You're face to face. You've given yourself three points. You've just scored six points. 
Uh, if it's one of your top donors, top 20 is what we say, right? Now I know you're focusing on your best people. All right. Now I, I want you meeting with lots of people, but I really want you focused on your top 20. But if you are meeting with someone in your top 20, I'm going to give you some bonus points for that because you're focused on the right people. So you're going to give yourself four bonus points. If you make an ask, you'll give yourself five points, right? This is an ask above and beyond the typical level of giving to your organization, not the like casual, um, right? Like you should support us or would you consider joining President's Club with a gift of a thousand dollars or what? Not, not like that. Like this is a, right? This is an ask with some buildup. Uh, if you make that ask, you're going to give yourself five points. And if you close a gift, right, above and beyond the typical level of giving, for this donor, you're going to give yourself six points. Just score your points. All right, that's it. Score your points. Uh, and then step five is just follow up, right? Successful donor relationships are tied to an accumulation of quality experiences and interactions. This is one of my mantras. Successful donor relationships are tied to an accumulation of quality experiences and interactions. Right? Think about your just your personal life. Your best relationships have an accumulation of experiences and interactions, right? So with your donors, just think about stacking up these interactions. Right? A handwritten note, put it on the stack. A phone call, put it on the stack. All right, a visit. Wow, that's that's a big, that's a big little thing to put on that stack. Right, but don't disappear after the visit. The handwritten note afterwards, another right, another add it to the pile. A phone call, a Zoom, right? Orchestrate a move from your CEO, orchestrate a note from a student, right? Successful relationships are built on an accumulation of quality experiences and interactions. So stack them up, accumulate lots of them. Don't disappear after the visit. So many people I see development officers do this. They they put all this energy into getting the visit. They get the visit. They have a good visit and they disappear. Don't be that guy. All right. Man, I am rooting for you. I'm, I am rooting for you to make this an epic year, professionally and personally. All right. If you want to email me and ask me to hold you accountable. All right. If you just want to say, you can just email me and say, hey, Clark, would you mark on your calendar? And please check check in on me in May and ask me about this. Sharing our goals with others is a great accountability step we can take. Um, and you can take, take me up on this personally or professionally. All right. Personal goals, professional goals, um, either one. Okay. Um, as fundraisers, we do our best work when we stop trying to get people to help us accomplish our goals, right? Give me your money <laughs> to advance my mission, right? That's one thing. But we do our best work when we become a life coach and we help our donors better understand what they value most so that they can channel their life energy, including their financial resources, into what they value most. And when we do that, what we're really doing is helping our donors become the best versions of themselves. And if I can do that for you, right, if I can help you become the best version of yourself, 
I mean, if I could, it'd be an honor. So email me, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. All right. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorguestfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.